you want a man that's six four, whatever, whatever, whatever. But you, muscular, but you, you know. five two with a muffin top. You know what I'm saying? It's like get in. It don't fit. You're listening to the Snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Hey, this is Nika Monfort, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And you're listening to the Snob OS Podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. Hello, friend. Yo, what's going on? So you're back. You you made it back safely. No coronavirus yeah, on you. No problems <laughs> at all. All right. It tell was... us about your trip. So surprisingly, I expected to see more people in masks and stuff at the airport. Okay. When I was going through security, I maybe saw three people with them on. Okay. Um, all of them surprisingly were like younger black people. <laughs> so I was really, I was really surprised that it wasn't that many people like in gloves and masks mm-hmm. going or coming. It wasn't, you know, coming back. I saw maybe a couple more, but it wasn't, you know, anything absurd. I mean, I, I saw people washing their hands, like seriously washing them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, that's new. Okay. And, you know, I normally take like hand wipes and stuff with me, but I saw more people with their gloves on, like wiping down their seats and that kind of thing. Okay. So, 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 seems- so tell us where you went and tell us, you know, what, what days you went. Cause that, okay. may, that may have a impact because now everybody's in full alert. So maybe you got past it. So go ahead. So I, my birthday is March 1st. What well, was March 1st? And I went to Cancun for my birthday. I left. Sunday early morning and I got back late last night. That's why I'm so not prepared okay. for today. But um yeah, it was it wasn't, you know, I didn't see any hysteria. The weird thing is though when I was coming back through customs, no one asked me if I had been to China or Italy or anything like that. Okay. He the the uh, border patrol person who was like, "So, you know, you know, you know, what did you go for? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, vacation. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. And, you know, I was in and out. The only person that asked me where I had been was one of the flight um, staff when I was dropping off my bag. This is on the way or coming back? This is coming back. Okay. So I'm, I get to the airport. I, you know, check in all that kind of stuff. And I just, because I check in online, I just need to drop my bag. And so I walk up, it wasn't a very long line. And the guy was like, Hey, you haven't been to, to Mexico or Italy, have you? I think he, no, not Mexico. He said, you haven't been to China, have you? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, we are kind of laughing. And like one of his peers was an Asian guy and he, you know, made the comment. He was like, he's Chinese, but you know, he hasn't. It was honestly, it was a little bit racist. And the guy was like, no, I'm, I'm Japanese. And then I was like, well, you know, People have it not just from Asia. They it's it's everywhere. So it's so not only was he uh, racist in the sense that he just assumed just because you went to China that you automatically got it. And uh-huh. two, the fact that he his own employee wasn't even Chinese. Right. And the thing is, I'm sure you saw the dude yesterday, man. You know he hasn't been there. Right. So I don't know if he was just trying to make like hard of it, but either way, it was racist. <laughs> 
And that's it's, why I was it's like insensitive at the least. Yeah, yeah. And racist at the most. And that's why I was like, let me make sure this guy knows that it's not just Asian people who have it. Right. It's it's everywhere. Right. So in the guy's face was kind of like eye roll. He didn't do the full eye roll, but I'm pretty sure Talking that guy, Asian guy? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's probably done that shtick, right. you know, most of the day. And right. so this is probably the 30th time that he'd heard it already. Welcome to the party. Right. And this was maybe, this was like, you know, what, late afternoon by uh-huh. this time. So he probably ready to go. He was ready to go. And then he was like, now I got to stand beside this. I've been beside this dude all day doing this whole little bit. So, but yeah, but I uh, had a really great time, you know, no issues, you know, breeze. You know, the only thing I will complain about, so I applied for a global entry mm-hmm. like last month. And, you know, in order to global entry, you have to go after you fill out the application, submit all the paperwork, they give you a conditional approval. Mm-hmm. And so then you have to go to the actual airport mm-hmm. on the international side to have an interview with the border patrol on the international side on the inter- it has to be on the international side mm-hmm. so i went to go and do my appointment i couldn't get an appointment until the end of may okay so i was like well that sucks i don't get my pre-check and all the speedy entry or whatever where you don't have to take off your shoes and all the extra stuff mm-hmm. and so i checked my email this morning when i get up i got an email at 5 24 a.m from border patrol saying now, when you come on your next trip in from international, you can just stop at any of these places and do your interview now and you'll you, be fine. I'm like, why you didn't tell me this yesterday after dude? Right. And I could have, I was in the airport just waiting, mm-hmm. you know, for my flight. I could have done that and I wouldn't have to drive a whole separate day to go down to the airport. And we all know how Hartsville it is mm-hmm. to go and sit in a room and do a freaking interview when I mean I got a passport, an American passport. I've had multiple. I mean, you get all you get all my stuff in the database right, anyway. Right. So why mm-hmm. do I have to come in and do that? But more work. <laughs> so right. that was really the only annoying thing. Okay. But that has nothing to do with the trip itself. But yeah, had a really great time. It was a um, really really nice resort. It was a five star resort, adults only. So there were no children there. Okay, I'm assuming that's. The way you prefer it. Yes. Okay. It was very positive. Okay. You know, we didn't have, you know, a bunch of kids running around, splashing, hopping in and out of pools. Those kids are excited. Uh-huh. They want to get in the hot tub. They want to get in the pool. They want to get in the other pool because this place had a, like a ton of pools. They had like this huge infinity pool that sat on top of the main pool uh-huh. and overlooked the beach and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, kids would be kind of bouncing all over the place. So that was a huge upsell for me. So is that the only thing adult about it, that there was no kids allowed? And what I mean by that is, did they have grown up entertainment Mm -hmm. or was it just the same old corny touristy entertainment that you would see at a regular resort? It's just no kids allowed. Or did they have like more not uh, adult in a sense that, you know, more, well, they um, had like on um, the night before I left, they had like a um, kind of like a casino night, right? Where you could go and like do uh-huh. like the casino type things, you uh-huh. know. It was it was all inclusive, so that means you know right. open bar and you know all that type of stuff, and uh-huh. you know the multiple restaurants you kind of go in and out, and you know the pool and stuff stayed open, and you know all that kind of stuff. So I think it was just the fact that you didn't have to necessarily worry about you know kids kind of kind of running around because uh-huh. we're doing a cruise next month for spring break. Oh boy. And all right now you hear about all them cruise ships getting docked. Be careful out there. <laughs> I'm already, 
I'm not, see, the thing is, you know, coronavirus is bad. People are dying. It's sad. They haven't figured it out. My thing was a cruise during the middle of spring break relief on the Saturday, uh-huh. the 4th. And it's the whole week of spring break. Uh-huh. We're on this ship uh-huh. for eight days uh-huh. with all these kids. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. I'm like, you're oh, not, God. You're not worried about getting infected or anything. Nah. All right. Where are you going? Uh, Somewhere um, in the Caribbean? I'm yeah, saying. Aruba right, well, and right. Dominican Republic and some okay. kind of place. But I was like, people were like, you're not scared to go. I'm like, the coronavirus, it popped up here while I was over there. And yeah. ain't no corona over there. Yeah, okay. So all I right. was like, you know, right. I don't too much worry about it you know okay. i take all the precautions necessary you know and try and do what i can but at the end of the day you know could you just go the opposite <laughs> direction <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not going anywhere towards italy because that's where the two cases that they have here uh-huh. well the recent case because i think a kid has it now but the two the first two cases I think it was a father and a son. They had just come back from Italy. And like right now, Italy is like the hotbed for, uh-huh. for the Corona right now. So interesting stuff, but right. I didn't have any problems. It was fine. No big deal. All right. So, yeah. What about you? Anything exciting? This past uh, week? Nope. Nothing, nothing special happening. Just doing regular old family stuff. Nothing special. How's the, the softball going? Uh, rained out. So for the past two, three, almost for the, majority of the month it's been raining so consistently that they haven't been able to get any decent string of practices together they'll have one practice here mm-hmm. one practice there and then everything else be rained out you know so, oh, so they haven't played a game or anything they have the first game which is kind of like a scrimmage starter scrimmage game they'll be umpires they'll be keeping score but it's sort of like a scrimmage mm-hmm. the first game this saturday mm-hmm. but it's like they've only been to like two it's been like a month and they've only did like two real practices for the most part. Oh, wow. So it's going to be a lot of, you know, I mean, the majority of the kids have played softball before, but a lot of them are new, um, you know, so you're, you're as a coach, you're trying to figure out, well, who's good at this position? Mm-hmm. Who's good at that position? You know, what do I need to work on? Do I need to work on? Do we need to be in the batting cage more? Do we need to be worried about defense? Do we, we you know. Uh, do we need to worry about sliding, you know, so mm-hmm. all those kind of fundamental things that are trying to develop, you know, they got to scramble around. They kind of go into the first game kind of blind. Well, yeah, yeah. Kind of blind. I mean, of course, um, it's, it's sports, so it is what it is. And right. 12 year olds, but they're at that age now to where it's like, all right, you, you, y'all need to be figuring out, y'all need, you need to have the fundamentals down mm-hmm. so you can really see what you're good at, mm-hmm. you know, so the fact that it's rained out so much, you know, and this coach now, she's super competitive, right? Oh. So I got so it. Is the same girls from last year? The uh, same team? Or no? no, different team. Okay. So they, you know, every, every year they do like evaluation mm-hmm. and you get picked for lack of a better term, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to tell my daughters, like, look. <laughs> she's serious. She's serious. <laughs> you need to know what's going on uh-huh. because she, she, is serious mm-hmm. right so i'm trying to tell us like look this is not like where you can just be like oh well i'm I'm sorry or i didn't get it you know you got to be every single play you got to be all right if this happens what i do if this happens mm-hmm. what i do you know so because this this <laughs> she ain't playing you know <laughs> all the cheering on the side it's not gonna do anything if y'all not <laughs> playing yeah, on the from the go the field. right right so, so last season you know her coach 
she was cool, but mm-hmm. as it got down, you supposed to be knowing what you're doing. Y'all mm-hmm. been playing with each other. Y'all have had these games. Mm-hmm. You kind of know. So towards the end, we was kind of like, all right, let's get in the game. This new coach. She's starting off tomorrow, that way. Tomorrow, <laughs> she's going to be on it. So I'm telling tell her daughter, I'm like, look, you know, make sure, because my whole thing is, and just me personally, it's like, I don't want to be the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, now question if I'm going to excel, if I'm going to be a superstar, mm-hmm. you know, anything I do. But at the mm-hmm. very least, it's like I follow instructions mm-hmm. and I am not going to be part of the problem. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, that saying you, you better you either part of the solution or part of the uh-huh. problem. I believe that sometimes, but at most you better not be part of the problem. <laughs> now, part of the solution, that's debatable. Right. Don't be part of the problem. Right. So, you know. I'll make sure I stay on his eye. Look, do your job. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get caught slipping because she's going to be on top of you. And I don't want you being upset because, right. you know, the strange lady is, you know, on top of you. Yelling you know? at you. Right, right. So other than that, you know, like I said, slow motion. So we'll see. Um, just me observe. I'm not coaching this year, mm-hmm. but me just observing uh, my daughter. She has a good arm, mm-hmm. you know. Well, me and her are practicing. So since it's been raining, me and her have been trying to practice a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, outside of, you know, uh, the, sp- uh, the actual team, mm-hmm. you know, she'll play around with me, you know, goof off. I'm tired. I don't feel like doing, you know, Uh-oh. but when it's game time, she's ready. She's on. Right. Mm-hmm. So just based on the practices with the team, mm-hmm. I've noticed that she has a good arm. Mm-hmm. So she'll be probably looks like she'll be playing at third base mm-hmm. because most of the people who hit the ball, they hit it towards left field where third base is, where shortstop right. is and where left field. So, but that's like a far throw to get first base out. So I think the coach will put her at third base so she can field the ball and get it over to first base in enough time to get the person out. So gotcha. she'll either do that or she'll do outfield because if the ball goes outfield, they she need somebody can throw to get it yeah. all the way back infield. So as far as fundamentals go is what she excels at. I think mm-hmm. she's good at uh, throwing the ball. Um, still working on her on batting because she will uh, only swing at a perfect, perfect pitch. Um. So I'm trying to get her. It's like, look, Everyone ain't gonna be perfect, right? So if it if if you can hit it and it's not crazy left or right or you know, right. you take a swing. You know, right. don't wait for the perfect pitch because of course these are kids. Perfect one ain't gonna come. It's gonna be low. It's gonna be high. It's gonna be fast. It's gonna be left and right. So it's not be, gonna be perfectly in the strike zone. Exactly. No. So you know, if it looks good and you think you can hit it, go ahead go take a swing. It. Yeah. So I'm, that's some of the stuff I'm working on. But other than that, she's she's coming good. Good. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, so I guess we can go ahead and hop into the show. We will start with our segment, The Lowdown, where we talk all things Apple. So the first thing we have up, we all know the iPhone 12 or whatever this 12th release is going to be called. Uh-huh. If they keep, if they stick with the numerics, um, there have been some leaks that have come out um, regarding the design and and um, some of the hardware and the specs that... Uh, people are expecting that we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the only, there's only three major things, but I think the first one, the fact that it's still going to be a glass front and a glass back, mm-hmm. but it's going to go back to the iPhone five days where it's going to have a metal mid frame. Mm-hmm. So to have like a little metal bezel around the outsides. And I think it's going to be more square than round, like the current. So go back, probably going back to, to the iPhone five, iPhone five, it'll be larger. 
maybe be more uh, pronounced as far as the edges are concerned. So more angular rather than exactly. uh, a curved mm-hmm. type of. It's still going to have the notch at the top. So they're not going to go the Samsung route to where the whole screen is uh, display with the exception of a little hole mm-hmm. for the camera. I think they're still going to do the notch, which I think is cool because that kind of different, it different, distinguishes yeah. because everybody pretty much has the, the little cutout, the yeah. cutout right. and everybody has pretty much the same shape. They literally look the same, <laughs> right? With the whole, with the full screen, yeah. with the exception of the cutout, you couldn't tell a Samsung from a Google, from a pixel, right? Yeah. Exactly. So those are the two major uh, design hardware changes. Everything else, of course, is camera. You know, uh, Apple's going to do even better with the camera as far as, you know, low light night mode. They've got some special uh, smart XDR. I'm not a camera dude, but Mm -hmm. just expect the camera to be better. There's no word on whether they're going to put four cameras or eight cameras on it. But have uh, you seen the Samsung one? The with the huge camera block on the back. It's yeah. even bigger than the iPhone 11. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, so just make the whole back of the phone a camera. A camera. Yeah, yeah. Just make the whole back a camera. <laughs> a camera array on the whole back. Right. Uh, of course, there. Uh, this is going to be 5G uh, device. would be one of the first Apple 5G device. And other than that, bigger battery. So it's going to have a, uh, I think they noted the uh, yeah, 4,400 milliamp battery. Uh, which would be probably on the 12 pro max, which is the larger device. Mm-hmm. So of course, longer battery, nothing, nothing about, uh, any sort of smart charging to where we see some of the, you know, Samsung devices can charge mm-hmm. off of each other or right. charge a pair of AirPods, nothing on that. So just look at, you know, uh, a, di- a different hardware design, better camera, bigger battery. It's pretty much the basics. Of course, as the iPhone 12 gets close, we'll probably get more information. Yeah. But look forward to those for the iPhone 12. Yeah, and I'm just, it's time for an upgrade. Actually, I was supposed to upgrade to 11, but I was like, oh, there's nothing really in it that I really, really want. Mm-hmm. But looks about the same for the 12. So we'll see. We'll uh, see. We'll be it's in- still early. Yeah. It's we'll- still early. And I'm thinking they, at this point, they have to increase the battery life with the different oh, uh, iOSs that they're coming is they're coming out with it's going to acquire more power these cameras mm-hmm. are going to they have to increase the battery life just to keep up the camera and with, the display yeah with just the basic function you know of the phone so they they they'll probably tout the bigger battery mm-hmm. sure but at this point it you have to you can't keep the same battery that you have say with the 11 to the 12 because it it just it'll drain the life out of the battery mm-hmm. just doing basic you know function so so we'll see more to come. Yep. I'm sure information will be trickling out and Apple release whatever details they want. Yeah. You know, Espe- through whatever their third party folks. Yeah. Especially as this whole coronavirus thing is out, you know, people are closely interested to see how that's going to affect, you know, Apple's supply, mm-hmm. which a lot of people are saying the iPhone 12, if they do this major hardware change, will probably be the hottest iPhone out there. So. Uh, fast forward to we may go back to the lines. Yeah, that's, what I was say. that's exactly what I was going to say. Fast forward to people be standing in line. And if the, <laughs> I hate to be, hate to make this the coronavirus episode, <laughs> but <laughs> you might want to make sure you figure out how to order a phone online <laughs> instead of being in line, in line, catching the cooties off everybody. Right. And speaking <laughs> of coronavirus. So the next few stories that we have, are are related to the corona mm-hmm. and the the fact that people 
aren't buying Corona beer because they think That's it's so leaked. Stupid. It's like the That's so stupid. It's like the craziest thing. I know it's a tangent, but it's like the so craziest stupid. thing. I'm just like, no. And Tito's is having to put out press releases that pouring the alcohol on your hands is not gonna kill the corona. Good, good grief. Like <laughs> just use some soap, y'all. Yeah. Soap and water. Good old fashioned soap and water will will keep you safe and not touching your face. But yeah. uh moving on. So Apple is encouraging um people to work from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like since For- yeah, because uh, coronavirus is starting to hit the mainland, like we've, like you've all probably saw in the news, mm-hmm. to where you know a lot of these companies are on the west coast, mm-hmm. where you know a lot of these, you know, some of these cases have been found. I think there was a couple in San Francisco, which is the home to Microsoft, which we'll talk about a little bit later, Google, Apple, so on and so forth. So as it's starting to affect some of these other. Uh, businesses apple is i guess one of trying to stay ahead of it and saying look as far as the headquarters are concerned if you're headquartered you know in that area yeah yeah, cupertino uh, apple is advising people to stay at home which if you are a remote or an advocate for remote work uh you should be you know (laughs) up in joy about that because you know a lot of companies maybe this is a, a start you know, a trend for companies yeah. to say, yeah, maybe we don't need to have offices with all these cubicles. You know, if we can get people to stay at home and still be productive, we'll see as how productive people are. Yeah. Now, more people are going to have to stay home yeah. as it relates to this whole coronavirus outbreak. And especially more with tech companies, you know, my laptop at work, I mean, that's what I use at work. Mm-hmm. I take the laptop out my bag, plug it to my docking station, mm-hmm. all my monitors and keyboard and all that kind of stuff lights up. But it's my essential function of my job can be done anywhere, <laughs> anywhere, right. literally. And the fact that most of the people that I work with are in different parts of the country anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think, you know, it, it's unfortunate that it takes the coronavirus to get people to be more, you know, open to this, but just the overall effects, less traffic, that means better, you know, environment, less people on the road, less accidents. It's, you know, kind of a domino effect of a positive, you know, outcome. So, but, I mean, I but, think it's good. Idea. Yeah. But the negative to that is, for example, Apple TV plus, they were going to announce a couple shows at South by Southwest, oh, which yeah. is in March, which is coming up like if not this weekend, next weekend. Yeah. And Apple um, uh, backed out of that. So we'll see how South by Southwest is affected, which is for those who don't know, it's a huge film, movie, interactive, you know, um, a tech um, a conference that does every March in Texas. You know, even though it's in Texas. I'm not sure what the coronavirus is doing down in there, but at the same time, people are better safe than sorry. So Apple backed out of that. Most companies have backed out of it. And WWDC is coming in June where they bring around 5,000 Apple developers to talk about from all around the world to talk about the new iOS. So on and so forth, like Nika mentioned all around the world, which, you know, uh, the coronavirus is heavy in Italy and China and some of these other places mm-hmm. where developers come from. Yeah. So, you know, word on the street is what they're going to do. Uh, who knows what they're going to do with WWDC? Um, it may be the first all remote WWDC because typically they'll put out some of the labs and you can get the app and you can see some of the presentations. 
Um, they, of course, they don't give you the full thing because why would you pay if you can right. get it for free on there? But I'm thinking this may be the first all remote WWDC. Mm, which I can see for how developers, that's sort of a bummer because yeah. you're kind of like in your own little silo. Yeah. For most of the year, making sure customers are happy, make sure you're staying up on top of the latest, whatever. And this is kind of like a, a way to get out. And that's meet their with homecoming. People. Right. And that's a way to, <laughs> to rub elbows with each other. Yeah. Talk to Apple, find yeah. out what's going on, you know, and, you know, nerd, 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 nerd out. out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so the fact that they're, you know. This they, is their problem. Right. <laughs> exactly. So the fact that they'll be partially, you know, reduced or reduced in size or like you mentioned, interactive altogether, that may be a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. So. Interesting. And also the Apple that we're reading from nine to five Mac, um, other companies have adopted this new remote work schedule in, um, in lieu of the, in the, of the outbreak, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Microsoft, pretty much, you know, the, the big dogs of, of the tech industry are, mm-hmm. are following the same type of, type of, uh, type of plan. And with, they are saying, uh, 231 cases mm-hmm. have been found in the United States. Yep. Um, I'm thinking it might be higher than that, but oh, yeah. who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If there's a hundred, a hundred thousand allegedly worldwide, then in the United States, you know, maybe symptoms haven't, you know, fully shown yet. People or, haven't been tested or people are just scared and want to pretend like nothing's nothing's wrong. Strong, right. And it, like you mentioned, even though you are not seeing effects personally, you still could be passing it off. Yeah. And you, and you never know, like the, I was reading, um, some guy in, was it Massachusetts or somewhere in that area? He actually was a confirmed case. He was supposed because they're self quarantining people that in mean, your own home. That means don't go nowhere. That means they are telling you don't go anywhere, but there's no one to ensure that you're not going anywhere. Nobody to enforce. Right. You're not going anywhere. Right. So he decides to go to this college where they were having some sort of seminar, fully knowing that he was infected, fully knowing that he was going to be in a confined area with, with a large people. group of people, whether you touch them or not. Right. It's just like, come on, bro. It's airborne. Right. And so, yeah. And he knew he had it. So my thing was, I think some sort of legal retribution should be, you know, imposed. But when you're self, you're allowing people to self monitor themselves, you know, that's the risk you take and that's the risk you have with this whole thing, you know, just blowing up and them not being able to contain it because mm-hmm. I don't think they have a firm grasp on, I know they said it's airborne, but I just think there are too many X factors that people aren't necessarily taking into account. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <sighs> wash your hands. Yeah. Right. Don't touch your face. <laughs> All right. What else do we have about coronavirus as it relates to Apple? Well, uh, you, you mentioned that um, there have been some cases, confirmed cases in, you know, overseas, specifically in Italy. Mm-hmm. Of course, Apple has stores in Italy and you can actually at these Apple stores, you can go and learn about iPhone. You can learn about all the Apple products. You can take photography lessons. You can take coding lessons. You can take music lessons, all related to Apple devices. Well, uh, since there have been some confirmed cases in Italy, Apple has sent out mem- memos that they're going to actually close or stop temporarily some of their today at Apple sessions to where people can come in and learn about photography, learn about all those different things, learn right. about Apple devices as a whole. So, you know, again, that may be affecting 
you know, the ability for Apple to, you know, get sales because yeah. that's less foot traffic coming into the stores. So, you know, just, it's just crazy how it's a domino effect. A exactly. Ripple effect. A I mean, lot of everything's being you, touched. Right. A lot of things you are, don't, are not thinking about, you know, as it affects to somebody getting sick, you know, you have to think about taking into account all these other little things that, like you mentioned, have a domino effect. And it's just crazy that, you know, uh, they've got a picture in this store. And I don't know if this is an actual picture or not, but like the whole store is completely empty, you know, in Italy. That's crazy. Can you imagine walking my Apple store and, and nobody being in a ghost town? Because normally that place is hopping. I don't care which Buzzing. store you go to. Uh, Anywhere in the world, you walk by Apple store, it's people everywhere mm-hmm. milling about. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, let me read this actual line from the story outside of China. Italy has been impacted most by the coronavirus with more than 3000 confirmed cases and almost 150 deaths so far. The Italian government has already closed schools and universities. So, you know, of course, Italy is where soccer is playing, you know, so they've got teams just playing games with no fans <laughs> and that I don't I even conceive how you how? Could do that for a soccer game. I can see how you do that for some of these other sports, but soccer is so huge and the fans and the chanting is so much a part of that. That is a, that's like, what is it? The 12th man. Like yeah. they have, that's the, uh-huh. yeah. the X factor, especially uh-huh. when you're, you know, the home team. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's just empty and just teams just how playing you games. Play? Yeah, I don't know. It's strange, but again, like we said, we never, Think about the the domino effect of, you know, some of these ma- major epidemics have come through, especially with this one. Right. Now that everybody's so plugged in, you can get information anywhere all the time. Right. I think, you know, if you had uh, SARS or you had Ebola or you had even the AIDS epidemic, mm-hmm. if we had all this information, I mean, people would <laughs> lose it. So, lose it. So whether this is a major thing or not, it's just the fact that we have all this information at our fingertips, we can actually see all of the effects. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you can just, you know, the constant news cycle. I mean, it's just, it's constantly out there. There's no way you can escape the topic. Everybody's talking about the coronavirus. Literally everybody. It comes up in, in conversations some way or another. Yep. And how to fix their, you know, their little world, which we're all intertwined. Yep. We are all definitely, linked together mm-hmm. all right so the last thing we have for apple as it relates to the coronavirus um i think we alluded to it earlier um in the show regarding um how it will affect um supply and demand supply and demand mm-hmm. yep so it looks like you know we we also mentioned a couple of shows ago about how apple is you know uh uh, spreading the availability of doing in-store repairs to where, you know, if you have a broken iPhone, you can take it to the Apple store and they can repair it. Well, if all of the manufacturing store uh, plants are in China and that may affect, you know, the production of actual iPhone, new iPhones, well, you can automatically imagine to where there also possibly be a lack or a shortage in repair parts or replacement phones. So of course, you know, Apple has put out a, well, actually a uh, Forbes, uh, put a story about, um, a, uh, a reporter that got a, a, a memo from Apple, uh, an employee from Apple warning staff of Apple stores uh, worldwide about stock shortages 
of replacement iPhones and replacement parts. So, of course, this will be felt for anybody who breaks an iPhone. So you think about buying an iPhone. One of the major reasons why you buy Apple Care is because if you break or damage the phone, you pay the deductible deductible, (laughs) and then they give you a replacement phone. Right. No no questions asked. Well, if they're going to be in short supply of replacement devices and people break their phones all the time and they've already paid their fee for the Apple care. Exactly. You know, there, there could be a possibility of a lot of people upset that even though they paid, they won't necessarily be able to get a new device or get their device fixed. So again, that just goes to the fact that how, you know, um, a major epidemic like this affects a lot of different locations, a lot of different areas, a lot of different businesses outside of, Oh, I need to stay at home so I don't get sick. Right. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not just the physical you know, health aspect, aspect of right. it. It is really, you know, truly touching so many parts yep. of, of our daily lives. But yep. I guess we'll all see in the coming, you know, days and weeks, you know, how this really plays out. And, you know, if everybody's going to have to go under, you know, a mandatory uh, mm-hmm. quarantine, Mar- because I know, <laughs> yeah, because I know before I left, I saw like this whole thing on Twitter about people um, talking about how to buy food and like store it. Because I think in, in, in some of the Asian countries, they're saying, you know, you have to be under quarantine for a month. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, well, if they say a month, double it. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about the type of foods you need to buy, how you need to store them. So mm-hmm. all the doomsday preppers that people always kind of talk and joke about. They're like, yes. I mean, it's like, well, I this is my y'all. time to shine. Right. We told y'all. <laughs> Don't come knocking on my bunker <laughs> asking for something to eat. Right. Because I'm not opening it for you. But yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So hopefully... Sooner rather than later, they will figure out, come up with some vaccine, even they're saying it's going to be about a year away, you know, something to, uh, to start to, you know, figure out some of this stuff and, you know, try and put a dent in, in some of the, the gaps that we have for this. So, right. All right. So I think that's it for the lowdown. So let's head on over to, um, second string where we talk all things tech, all other tech. So let's kick it off with Microsoft. We alluded to it earlier when we we're talking about Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's going on with Microsoft? Well, like I said, uh, Microsoft has their headquarters along with these other uh, big tech companies in on the West Coast. And it looks like two Microsoft employees have been confirmed to have the coronavirus. Now there's only one employee that works out of Microsoft's Redmond uh, headquarters on the West coast. And another worker is a remote LinkedIn worker. For those who don't know, uh, Microsoft purchased LinkedIn about two years ago. Mm -hmm. So a remote worker um, in Seattle area had it. So even though he's remote, he is still in that West Coast area. Right. So, of course, <laughs> early in the show, <laughs> we were talking remote big, but at the very least, you can be quarantined and still get your work done. <laughs> you could be at least be in your home. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, which, I mean, if I was a business person, I'd be like, bet everybody's going remote. So now don't 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 talk to me about no sick days. <laughs> Stay at home on your 
<laughs> bacteria infected computer and get that work done. Right. Cause you have no excuse now. Right. You complain about no work from home options. Mm-hmm. Now you got all the work from home you can have. Yeah. So let me read a little bit from the story. King County where Microsoft is based has become the epicenter of the coronavirus in the U S the County has 51 diagnosed cases of the COVID nine COVID-19, which is the strain, the major strain of coronavirus, the illness that's caused by the coronavirus and 10 related deaths. Microsoft on Thursday said it will continue to pay vendors who work hourly in the Seattle area and the Northern California and Northern California during the coronavirus outbreak, even if conditions mean they cannot come to work. So again, just especially on your West coast, be make sure you be vigilant. And uh, if you decide to tell your company you want to work home, you might want to have them listen to this episode. <laughs> yes, because um, that might be the best option mm-hmm. for you at this point, yep. at least to try and get ahead of it. So, all right. So next we have um, a little um, wearable tech to talk about. So um, Google um, has uh, teased um, a venture with Adidas shoes um, where um, it has Jacquard. I'm hope I'm pronouncing that correctly infused soles. So essentially what they're saying is that, um, Jacquard infused, uh, is a piece of clothing, um, that, um, is that's in the insole of the shoe and it has, it's a touch sensitive, um, insole and, um, we'll include the link in the show notes. It gives, um, a, a 40 second, um, clip of what it looks like. Um, and it looks like, um, it'll be a second generation. I didn't realize there was a first generation out. You're the shoe person. Had you heard anything about a first generation Jacquard tag? Mm-mm. I'm trying to, trying to figure out, um, I'm, is Jacquard, is it a microchip? Jacquard- is it, is it a piece of, is it a, uh, a type of, um, cloth or a type of clothing so Jacquard, or is it, yeah. because when I think of Jacquard, I think there's a fabric print right that's called your card so i'm thinking maybe that's just what they're calling it because if you look at the insole itself it looks like a little device yeah it's it looks like a device and it has like a sleeve that the device slides into it looks like it may be i don't know two inches long not even that maybe uh yeah maybe maybe an inch maybe Yeah. yeah and maybe about it's a little bit long it's a little bit longer than wider like i said we'll include the the notes um so you can actually see it for yourself but i think the jacquard comes in for the actual way the insole looks because it it's kind of it has a a little bit of an intricate detail so okay so so i'm thinking because the jacquard the well i did some additional uh googling it says for those completely out of the loop there's a whole separate story we'll put it in a link too (laughs) For those completely out of the loop, Jacquard is a touch-sensitive fabric and Bluetooth receiver innovation from Google that lets the company's partners, uh, for instance, this would be Adidas, makes their uh, wearable smarter. In the case, well, I'm reading from a story to where uh, Google started this Jacquard uh, device with Levi's. So you're talking about Levi's, you know, denim jackets. Right. So in the case of the new Levi Strucker jackets, there's an area on the cuff that you can swipe on to perform various gestures. 
So if you go back and relate this to the shoe, you know, if you, it'll possibly, I'm guessing here, count steps. It'll count, you know, it can determine if you're walking or running, you know, or if you're doing any sort of other cross training, hit yoga, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, for example, what the story that we're talking about, uh, FIFA, you know, maybe they'll use this to, um, uh, simulate player steps for some sort of game development mm-hmm. or, you know, just to monitor, you know, what players are doing, that sort of thing. So, yeah, the article doesn't really say what mm-hmm. Adidas is going to use it for, mm-hmm. but that's a safe assumption. I think, uh, like you said, it, it actually in the article, it does mention the, uh, the Levi's trucker jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, relays, gestures, swipes or double taps or a Bluetooth control phone. Yeah. So it seems like that's the way that it works. And it just slides, like I said, inside. It's like a little sleeve, a little pocket on the insole that you mm-hmm. you slide it into. It looks like it has like an LED on it that blinks. Uh, it doesn't really give a whole lot of detail. Yeah, just let you know that it's active. That is active. Yeah. And it's going to be before for Levi's, it was on a jacket. Now they're moving it to a shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. this could have training purposes and comes as EA's FIFA mobile game is a key component of the partnership. So like you said, for gaming, mm-hmm. you know, they could uh, simulate, you know, real movement, you know, right, to, for to the game. F- yeah. FIFA. If you, if you're not familiar, FIFA is probably one of the best developed games out there as far as graphics. So the fact that they can actually speculatively put this in actual players shoes mm-hmm. and monitor their movements then they can kind of use that to create a better or more realistic experience. Yeah. Because now when you see anybody who's doing any of the visual, you know, stunts they have on like the green suit and they have all the sensors all over the body. So this would be specifically for the foot. So you can track the movement and get the more, like you said, a more realistic view of how the feet work Mm -hmm. when it comes to, to actually playing soccer. And it's in the article it says, you know, it's training purposes and it doesn't specifically say it's for FIFA mobile game, but it says they do have this partnership. Right. So, you know, unofficially, officially saying, which makes sense. Is, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just a, um, a neat little new trinket that they've come up with, um, as it relates to wearable tech. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, um, how they, you know, further use, um, use this. Oh, it looks like if we leave further down, it says that uh, Adidas um, GMR and GMR is stands for gamer mm-hmm. will be announced by Google on Tuesday, March 10th. Mm-hmm. So uh, next week <laughs> in a couple of days. Right. Um, so we'll they definitely will, keep you posted. Yep. Should be, should be fun. Should be good to see. All right. So let's slide on over to our next story um spotify is apparently working on its own google assistant-esque siri-like voice activation deal so how you say you know alexa or hey siri Mm -hmm. it looks like they're working on a hey spotify voice activation feature i included this um article just for the fact of, do we need more of this? <laughs> Doesn't it seem to me, it seems to me that you're recreating the wheel on this. Um, 
Yes. Because if each app has its own um, version of, uh, voice assistant. of a voice assistant. Like, hey, Twitter. Hey, Facebook. Hey, Uber. Hey, hey everything. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Instagram. <laughs> Instead of it, you know, working with the main device. The main device or working directly with Google for Pixel or working with, you know, Apple for iPhone and their Siri. So, you know, I, you know, I just thought it was interesting. Um, and that's why I included, and apparently, um, uh, they have, uh, someone, um, specifically work on this as a reverse engineer. Um, well, I think what the, what the way, what they're getting to is this reverse engineer found this feature buried into Spotify's, um, code or whatever that they're working on a, Hey, Spotify voice activation. Of course, that's all we know. But the story, you know, kind of speculates that it could be uh, used to activate the long rumored in-car music player that could finally materialize this year. So if you look at it like that, that Spotify is coming out with a specific player for in-car entertainment, then it makes a little bit more sense that you would say, hey, Spotify, because you may not be using your car. I mean, the, you may not you may have CarPlay or you may not have, have Android Auto. Yeah. You may not even be using your phone. Right. But if you have a in-dash unit that's specific for music and you have Spotify as that main, um, you know, uh, app. Yeah, app, then that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. I, I still think, I think it's too much the future personal. is mobile. Yeah. To where uh, you'll see less and less devices that have their own brains and will have a central phone brain on your phone. And you just plug your phone in or to whatever it, docket or, or whatever it or connect it. And then that becomes the brain of your TV, of your sound system, of your car, yeah. of your whatever the case may be. Fully integrated mm-hmm. from a single point, mm-hmm. meaning and a you, single device. And you just take that with you. It becomes yep. your wallet. It becomes your everything. Yeah. Now, I mean, how we have, you know, Chromecast, Fire Sticks, you could take that everywhere. That's your source of entertainment. And it's no bigger than a thumb drive. Yeah, it's because, super small. Because all of the streaming comes from your device. Yep. You know. So, interesting. Or the internet. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. So, the last thing that we have for second string is apparently Google uh, makes a, a big fix um, for the Pixel 4. Um, and I think this is the issue that we talked about before mm-hmm. where it was unlocking mm-hmm. your phones with not necessarily your phone. With right, your face. right. So I think the, the issue we discussed was they were having problems because with the Apple Face uh, Face ID, you have to be looking at it and have you paying attention. Mm-hmm. So you can't be kind of looking to the side. You have to be looking at it and your eyes have to be open. Right. Well, the problem with the Google face unlock was your eyes didn't have to be open. Mm-hmm. It could just point it at your face and it unlocked it it. your face. Right. Yeah. Which, you know, could become a, could be a potential issue. Yeah. You know, just think about a law enforcement, you know, law enforcement has to have your permission to unlock your phone. Mm-hmm. Well, if law enforcement just take your phone and point it up to your, your face, face. And they got it. versus you have to be looking and paying attention. Yeah. So, um, and even more nefarious if someone wants to rob you. Right. Or, or less nefarious. <laughs> you got a, a girlfriend that's trying to get in your phone and can point it up to your face, face while, you, while sleep, you sleep. And then boom, they into she your in phone. There. Right. Yeah. So, uh, according to this story from BGR, uh, Google has fixed this problem to where you actually have to have your eyes open to actually unlock the phone. So that's all. That's you know, just want to put that in their story in here because we have talked about it before, and we wanted to let you all know that Google has 
decided to address the issue. Cool. So at least I got that fixed because that was a huge flaw that, you know, everybody was talking about pretty important a couple months ago. It mm-hmm. was like, that's everything that if anything that anybody was talking about in tech, this huge, you know, flaw in that. So, mm-hmm. so yep. All right. So that closes us out on second string this week. So let's head over to for the culture where we talk about pretty much whatever we want to talk about. Right. right. And um, usually we stick to maybe one or two topics this week. We're going to do a little bit of round robin where we're mm-hmm. going to talk about multiple um, things that went on this week. So I'll let you start off with the first one since you know more about it than me. Uh, so <laughs> for if you've been living on a rock, people have been talking about the coronavirus. They've been talking about the Democratic primaries. And we've been talking about the Love is Blind a show on Netflix. For those who don't know, it's this. Uh, love experience, experience, experiment, experiment, I'm going to get my words together today, love experiment to where they group together um, people to where they actually meet, learn more about each other, get into a relationship and get engaged without ever seeing each other. Then the rest of the story picks up to where how they uh, learn how to get together, learn how to work together, learn how to love together before they actually get married, all in the span of six weeks, almost maybe a month and a half. So you have to meet each other, figure out who's going to link, get proposed, get married within the span of a month and a half. So, of course, all these episodes have been on Netflix and that's all everybody's been talking about. People have been getting their life. Yep. From this, because it's, it's a lot, right? So since you haven't seen it though, mm-hmm. I don't want to get all that into it. Uh, I'll just say that, you know, there were a couple surprises. Not you everybody. You can get into it because Twitter has told me everything. <laughs> <laughs> I there know was, about Lauren. Right. I know about Danny Lee, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, all of the different not so nice people. Right, right, right. So but Lauren and her, I don't, I can't remember his name. Colin, something with a C. Carlton. Him. Uh-huh. They're like everyone's faves. Right, right. Everyone's well, loved them from I jump. Think, I think everybody loves them because it's the fairy tale thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you meet somebody and the moment I heard their voice, I knew they were the one for me and their mm-hmm. story follows that arc. They, and they're very attractive. So that. Very, yeah, that they're very too. attractive. <laughs> of course, they uh, uh, one glaring thing is they're interracial. Mm-hmm. Carlton's a white and Lauren is black, you know, so they kind of build that. Not It wasn't a, 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 a big issue come to find out, but that was one of the major things that I think the producers tried to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I so, mean, it is TV after all. Of course. And I think a lot of people, you know, the, I talked about it, but I think a lot of people. You know, of course, you know, you have to dispense, suspend reality a little bit, mm-hmm. but more to me, more importantly, that you have to realize it is a TV show. Right. Even though it's not scripted, I'm pretty sure it's the producers had a major role in how this played out, you know, because, you know, just stepping back and kind of looking at all the people, you had the interracial couple, mm-hmm. you had the couple who were intense and all over the place. You had the couple, you had the, you had the jock who turns out to be the nice guy. Mm-hmm. You've got the, the, the bitchy, uh, uh, the bitchy woman who, you know, uh, can't get herself together. You got the, the nice guy. Is that fall. Danny Lee? No, that's oh. Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. Yep. People hate Jessica. Right. You that's what Twitter says. Person everybody loves to hate. <laughs> you got the nice guy who falls for the person everybody loves to hate. You know, you've got the, 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 the people that you thought was going to be the best couple that ended up didn't get together. And mm-hmm. then you find the, 
the champions mm-hmm. of the group. Everybody's face. So everybody has their slot, which, you know, everybody's amazed. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm me being a cynic mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the, I'm thinking about the producers, how mm-hmm. they did the show. It's like, yeah, even though it's an experiment, mm-hmm. they controlled every single every aspect, aspect, you know, to where people was upset as the, well, as the moment I knew the moment you saw that Jessica did this or the, the moment you seen Mark said that, mm-hmm. or the moment you seen whatever, 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 you know, I can't believe they actually made it down the aisle to the actual mm-hmm. marriage part. And I'm like, well, that's, that's how they set it up. The producers, yeah. and I, this is me completely speculating, but it's pretty true. Pretty, pretty much. You can probably check on it that the producers contractually said, once you find your person and you propose, you have to stick it out until the marriage. With the yeah, that, that was that was a premise, though, right? But uh, but at any time throughout the relationship, even after you propose, you can break off in an engagement. The only people that broke off the engagement was Diamond and and um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Carlton, I think. So you pick the person and you get engaged. Mm-hmm. You can't once you get engaged to that person. You can't go and say, well, I'm going to break the engagement. I'm going to go with this other person over here. Well, not, Once you got your person, that's your person. You have whether to you on. follow through with it or whether you not. Right. Okay. With the exception of one person, one group, which was Diamond. And I think his name was Carlton. So if his name was Carlton, there was another, the, the, the group that everybody loved. Not them. There was the guy who. Yeah, Diamond and Carlton. Who he waited until after he proposed and she said, I do, to let her know that he has dated men in the past oh he's bisexual this is well, the guy well so, so that's, that's but that's what Carlton said though Carlton said he was bisexual is that what he said that's what Carlton said I, on Twitter I remember him saying specifically and very pointedly I've dated men in the past so Carlton what I saw on the okay. internet okay Carlton said that he had the most people coming at him right. because he came out as bisexual or whatever. And he was like, he was surprised that people were all in his mentions, like blowing up his spot mm-hmm. because obviously you can't be a black man and be bisexual. Um, no, you, you, you can, <laughs> but you cannot. Um, right. You can, but you actually can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can, but you bet not. <laughs> it's a better phrase. And Carlton Morton, as his name is, will tell you it's because I know. Yeah, Carlton, he was bisexual and she was upset that it took so long to tell her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he claimed bisexual. OK. All right. I, I, my my understanding was he, you know, didn't necessarily say that he was bisexual or not. Mm-hmm. He just mentioned that he had dated men in the past. And according to him, you love is who you love. So on and so forth, which honestly, I don't have a problem with. Man, uh, of course, it's a double standard that women can experiment, you and know, it's perfectly fine, you know, with their sexuality, whether it be heterosexual or homosexuality, and everybody's kind of okay with it, but men can't necessarily do it. I don't have a problem with, I don't, I don't, I don't have a major problem with men if they decide, okay, well, I want to marry this person, mm-hmm. and this is the person that I stay faithful with. You know, now the problem regardless, is you're faithful. If you're going to be in a relationship, if you're, you're going to be cheat, faithful, you're cheat. right? If regardless gonna, of right. who it's with, it's still cheating. Right. Now I may be uh, now bisexual person or homosexual that decides to want to 
devote their life to somebody who is, you know, the opposite sex. Now they may very well be attracted to other people. Same way to me. Like mm-hmm. I'm married, you know, I've decided to be faithful, but I ain't blind. I see you people can see all the time attractive. and I'm like, man, she fine. Or man, she attractive. Yeah. Or so on and so forth. But, but I don't mean you're going to cheat. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> we're talking about men. We're talking about the, the black standard, community. And we're talking about black men. So there again, you can, but you bet not. Right. right. So that was the whole thing. And the, oh, getting back to my original point was the problem I had was you got to tell people that off jump. Yeah. And off he jump. said in this article I'm reading from BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. he's saying that the way he handled it was wrong. Off he should have said that he should have said it off the rip. And honestly, it probably wouldn't have gotten that far. If he would have told her up front, it, it would not it, have. It wouldn't, it wouldn't so have. So again, that leads me back to my original, original point that the producers knew that. Yeah. Now that what they didn't plan for was them to just completely break, explode, you know, the way they did in the show. I don't know how they didn't. They know black people and they knew they had to know that this would blow up. Right. And now, like I said, the arc of the Marine from Buzzfeed, they both have gotten death threats because of this mm-hmm. death threats. Mm-hmm. People are threatening to kill these people from a TV show about relationships. Right. And on his part, you know, they're saying, Oh, how can, how can you not tell her, you know, blah, 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 blah. Definitely. And then on her point, they're like, you know, uh, because you won't consider a relationship with somebody who came out to be or was homosexual, now you're homophobic. Yeah, and that's what he was which saying. Which is crazy. That's what he was saying. He was like, I never thought she would be, he called her biphobic mm-hmm. and that's crazy. homophobic. Because he was like the lady, oh yeah, he says, and I quote, I want to make it very clear that the woman I that I fell in love with, I never felt that she was biphobic, homophobic, or that she wouldn't love me. I was just afraid that we would have some issues that we would have to work out. We nah, would have bruh. to work through. Bruh, that's the issue you'd have to work through. <laughs> this ain't, this ain't, I don't like people using my toothbrush type of problems. Right. <laughs> this is Cause Lauren said no. Right. This is a major, major, this a is, major problem. Yes. That, and you have to let people know, yeah. you know what the, what the deal is. Yeah. So what's Lauren's name? Oh, what's that? Cameron. Guy? Cameron. Oh, so we got his name. Excuse me, y'all. I, me- I messed his names up. I knew they both had a C. Yeah, so, I was yeah. like, I knew it was a C because yeah. their their Instagram photos look great. Their press run, uh-huh. they are that, doing I mean, fashion, and they're both attractive. You know, yeah. she is gorgeous. She's beautiful, and dude is a handsome, smart. You know, white dude, you and they're from here, right? And all of them people are local. They were all. Local they were all Atlanta, and they were saying that the two couples that are married. They've been married for over a year now. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't, and that was my thing. Cause you know, normally like when you have the bachelor and some of these other shows, it's like almost real time uh-huh. and no time has passed, but these people have been married, yeah. this, not this, just together, married like this show over a year. stopped filming in 2018. So uh-huh. all of this has been done two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're just now doing press runs and now they of course like the show just in the, the, the reunion people are all ready for this reunion well i saw it and it wasn't all that it was kind of all kumbaya but what's the girl who um was talking to the girl about trying to take her man after she had already picked amber him? so amber, amber, amber was that amber and jessica amber is the person that ended up with um what's the guy's name 
Oh, why can't I think? You know, I'm terrible with people's names. I'm googling it as we speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Lauren. I mean, Amber and Barnett. Barnett. Yeah, Amber and Barnett were the people who eventually got married and, like, like you said, stayed married. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, originally Jessica, the one that everybody hates, uh-huh. she had feelings for what's the guy's name again? Barnett. Barnett. I can't never think of his name. Barnett. And he kind of was again they kind of the producers mm-hmm. played him showed him to kind of be the playboy mm-hmm. to where all these women liked him it was like three at least three people was interested in him amber some other girl and jessica i'm sorry but caramel looks better than him <laughs> side note side note my own commentary because i'm you know i i've seen like the names and i've seen like the main people like mm-hmm. lauren and cameron and um mm-hmm. what's the other girl i've seen the talk about danny lee but i've really only seen the pictures mm-hmm. of lauren and cameron because mm-hmm. they're everybody's favorites right. so as we're talking i'm googling and looking at people right and jessica's nickname is messica messica right because she was super messy you Jessica know so anyway the the, how, the way their whole triangle quadruple angle thing started mm-hmm. was Jessica was really into uh, Barnett. Barnett, okay. Barnett said, "Yeah, you you seem like the type of person I could propose to." Mm-hmm. She ran off and told everybody. Of course, Amber was in the mix too. She didn't want to lose, so she re- stepped it up. Barnett actually told Jessica, "No, I don't want to," you know, and then actually went and proposed to Amber. So then Jessica kind of then went back to her. I call Mark, which is the guy she ended up with. I said, like, "Who did Jessica?" S- sloppy with? seconds because um... she told him, "No, I ain't with it." Found out that she got dumped by Barnett. This is all before then they proposed. Then she went back to Mark. Then she went back that's to Mark. That's why she's messy. And that's why she's messy because even after they proposed and now they're supposed to be in this relationship phase, she still was trying to get back with Barnett in Amber's face. Of course, she. Wait, so Barnett and Amber are already together. Mm-hmm. Jessica has settled for Mark. Settled for Mark. Now, Amber trying to go back. No, no. Jessica's trying to go back to get Barnett. Yes, on multiple, on at least two occasions that I can count. Both, of course, when she was Jessica, <laughs> she Jessica, she was inebriated, you know, running off, running off at the mouth, talking running about off. Uh, talking about mm-hmm. if you you know we had a connection, talking to Barnett, we had a connection, and if you ever have any problems with Amber, give me a call. What? Yes, in the same room with her. Wait, the girl Amber was there too. Amber's everybody. This is one of their social events with all the group. Oh my right? god! So Mark, her fiance is off to the side talking to Amber who's off to the side and she Jessica is talking to Barnett t- telling him all this <laughs> in the same area right so that's how she gets the the the, the name Messica right in addition to that you know she's routinely berating Mark who's her fiance, her fiance mm-hmm. on he's too young because she's 40 and he's 20 you know wait Jessica 40 I, I think no 30 34 I think it was okay yeah and um you know, talking about how young he is and how, you know, how the age is going to be an issue. Nevertheless, the whole time she is being the most childish of, of, all, everybody. of everybody, you know. <laughs> so, of course, uh, come down to the marriage day, you know, uh, Mark, you know, proposed to her. He says, yes, she says no, you know, but of course, everybody's upset, which, again, the producers did, rigged it like this. Of course. Was, he, Mark was like, well, I don't understand why he didn't see the red flags as to just from jump from jump as to him. Uh, well, the fact thing. that she settled for you, that should have been the overall. That like, should be his whole thing. Red flag number one. His whole thing was, well, if you love something and you let it go. 
And if it comes back to you, that means it's meant for you. That is use. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a twenty-four-year-old right. talking. Exactly. So that's this whole thing. I'm a fight. I'm a fight for love. I'm a fight. I'm a fight. I'm a fighter. Right. Come, you know. Of course, she was never interested in you in the first place because, like I said, you were sloppy seconds. She didn't want you. Right. She was still trying to get at uh, Barnett but, the whole time. But other people were saying that. Well, I don't understand why Mark stayed with her throughout this whole thing again young no the producers <laughs> had it set up to where once you engage once you are engaged you have to stick in this relationship until the actual marriage and then at the marriage at the altar at the, uh, is where you say i want to marry you or i don't with all your family and friends there oh of course that's they got all the way all these um, relationships got all the way to the author with the exception of Carlton and, and, and Diamond. Diamond because so that, what happened with them? They just quit? So at the the weekend of their quote unquote engagement honeymoon after they said yes uh-huh. and after they met each other for the first time uh-huh. and the, the show sent them to Cancun, Mexico uh-huh. for, the, for a weekend. Uh-huh. Right? During that weekend Carlton told Diamond that I'm also dated dudes before uh-huh. they had their issues. Uh-huh. Carlton says, you know, he's a nice guy, right? He came out as the nice guy, okay. right? But he's telling Diamond that I'm, I've dated dudes before and I didn't know how you was going to take it. Yada, yada, yada. Diamond up until that point <laughs> was understanding and said, oh, look, I want to talk about this. Let me find out what's going on. Oh, so, and so, and so, and so they had it back and forth. Carlton says, see, that's why I don't be messing with bitches like you. <gasps> and then off the rails. <laughs> I am with Diamond. You take it off the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if she said she wanted to talk about it, then that wasn't a, a that, rebuff that of wasn't, him. That wasn't a, you nasty, blah, 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 blah. She was like, okay, well, let's sit down. Let's let, let me know how you feeling. I'm going to tell you how I feel. Yada, yada, yada. They talk back and forth. And then, of course, that's where he went. And then, boom. Nuclear. She was like, it's done. And then, you know, she quit. Yeah. Threw the drink in his face. You know, he, as she should threw the ring off into the water. She runs off. And of course she's a sister. So she has some choice words of her own. First of all, <laughs> I'm surprised diamond mm-hmm. didn't deck him when he called her yep, a bitch. Yep, yep. Well, and then of course, that's already strike number two. Strike number one was telling me, after we've gotten engaged mm-hmm. that you had experiences with men, you mm-hmm. were bisexual, whatever, however you phrased it. Right. And then I'm understanding and I don't immediately say, no, this is done. Right. Let's talk about it. Right. Then you call me a bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. diamonds. Yep. You yep. got restraint girl. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm on diamond side. So again, like I said, going and the back, fact he calling her homophobic and biphobic. Oh, Carlton, bro. Yeah. yeah. So again, they their relationship was the only relationship that kind of fell off before the actual wedding day, right? But that, that gave the producers high high um, octane, so you were fine with it. Which <laughs> again, the producers knew that they knew going in because, of course, they knew that the dude was because they did the background on him because they wanted that drama, right? It's sad and it's sucky, with the exception of Jessica. That the only black couple had this crazy falling out, mm-hmm. right? But again, and it's all Carlton fault, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, but again, you you would I 
I personally wanted to see more black people a part of the experiment mm-hmm. because they had a couple other girls. They had, I think, I want to say four women, mm-hmm. black women, a part of the show, but only one black dude that I can recall of, and it was Carlton, who, happened to, be, who happened to be bisexual. Uh, so it was four women, four black women. So Lauren got with her boo. Jessica was with, um, not Jessica, um, Diamond well, was Carlton. So the other two black women, did they find their people? No, they, they, they didn't get chosen. They didn't get chosen. Okay. Okay. So but, two black women got chosen out of the whole thing. Okay. Two black, gotcha, but okay. there was only, again, to my knowledge, only four in the pool, only four in the whole pool. And then only one black dude in the whole pool, which was Carlton who happened huh. to be bisexual. So that's strange that they only chose one black dude. Again, unless I and fell asleep and I don't chose. remember seeing a brother, a couple other brothers, you know, again, hmm. but that's probably typical of these well, that makes sense because if you look at The Bachelor, it's usually only one black woman. So, or two, yeah, or, you know. So again, yeah, again, okay. I that, get it. I, I, me being a cynic, me thinking my taking a step back from the producer side. Okay, well, how do we make this interesting? Because I'm pretty sure without any sort of controls, mm-hmm. this wouldn't have been interesting. Whether no. they could edit it in post or not, you know, they you had can't to, edit this drama, right? So they had to built in a Jessica. They had to built in a. Carmen, they probably Carmen. had a. Uh, uh, like um, football when they a uh, draft board mm-hmm. so they probably had the characters that they wanted mm-hmm. and when they met them if they you know because um, all these people I'm sure were attractive right you know they were, fit. They, they were all, all there attractive. were no, no nobody was ugly in a group to my no one ugly all. no one you know plus size or larger nope, everybody nope. was toned and yep. fit so Absolutely. they had to say they were going for yep. so that's a given mm-hmm. and I bet they had the draft board of the perfect couple people mm-hmm. and the drama people so I'm sure they planned and orchestrated and apparently it worked because this is all still yeah. anybody is talking, talking about. about. Even though most people have watched the this, this show already, there are people that are now with the explosion going back into watching it and they're live tweeting it now as they go through the episodes. Mm-hmm. It's a whole phenomenon mm-hmm. and people are all about it. Right. So all the way back to the original story. This was supposed to be a round robin, but we didn't <laughs> blew up into this all whole the time thing. on Love is Black. So we're gonna talk about some of these other things maybe next week. Yeah. But I guess out of all of that, you being the single one of the podcast group, uh-huh. would you participate in this type of experiment? And That's it, a hard no. It's a hard no. A hard no, Chuck. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the the second question is uh you know of course the the premise of the whole show is love you know uh uh, love is blind Mm. do you think that love is blind or what what stupid and dumb too (laughs) (laughs) what role does (laughs) physical attractiveness play in meeting somebody dating them marrying them so forth honestly I think I I think it I think it plays a huge I think it plays a huge part you can definitely you know meet someone I'm assuming this because it's blind they the premise is they're meeting people without seeing them right you can definitely have chemistry with a person Uh without seeing them Uh just through conversation I wholeheartedly believe that Uh but at the second time if you have that initial chemistry and all that stuff if you meet the person uh-huh. and you aren't physically attracted to them, uh-huh. whatever attractive is to you, because everyone has a different well, we, version of attractive. Keep it, keep it funky. If they ugly, <laughs> let's keep it I'm all the way real. <laughs> I'm trying to be diplomatic, but yeah. So like, you know, 
I don't want to be high this, but I mean, say <laughs> you, I'm, I'm short already. I'm barely five, two. And so if you're having this conversation, blah, 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 you know, I got the chemistry. And if you're a person who is like, I need, you know, someone tall, whatever, right. it's going to be, if that's what you've envisioned for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming, I don't know about you, but I have a pretty vivid imagination. Okay. So if you're in this environment and you don't have anything, I'm sure people start to build in their mind what they think the person could possibly look at. So it could be the thing of, I've built up this perfect Avatar. person in my head or mm-hmm. what I would like for my partner to look at. Cause you know, you hear people, chill people all the time say, Oh, I dreamed of my wedding when I was a little girl, blah, 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 blah. blah. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you have these expectations built up in your head and you know, you're going on this show and all likelihood, the person's going to be relatively attractive, but taking it if they used, you know, a sample population of the actual public and you meet someone. And even though, you know, it all sounds good and gravy, but if, if there's no physical mm-hmm. attraction, I, I don't think it will work, mm-hmm. but they took that part of the equation out. They mm-hmm. didn't give you that option. So had they, if they were trying to keep it true mm-hmm. to say love is really blind, mm-hmm. they would not have picked all attractive fit people mm-hmm. they would have put in a a sample a larger, population larger sample size of of people mm-hmm. and that would truly say if love is blind or not uh-huh. yep. and then again like you said they couldn't they couldn't control for that particular experiment because you'd have to put in you know uh different size people mm-hmm. you have to put in handicapped people maybe mm-hmm. somebody's deaf maybe somebody's blind mm-hmm. maybe somebody's handicapped you know or disabled mm-hmm. i'm sorry if i'm using the wrong words disabled, disabled yeah um or differently know, able right you know they have to put in the whole swath and then yeah. of course the answer would be no so they honestly it's going to be no but they couldn't you can't put that wouldn't have been interesting you for everybody to see somebody's like nah i'm sure or you, if the, if carlton and diamond are getting death threats about his sexuality. Imagine if Lauren had chosen, you know, a unattractive guy, a, a traditionally unattractive guy mm-hmm. instead of the tall, handsome guy. Mm-hmm. And if she would have said no, mm-hmm. and I mean, it would be visible on right. her face right. when they do their face to face, whatever it is. Imagine the death threats <laughs> she would have got. Imagine, mm-hmm. imagine if it was a short, unattractive white guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's racist. Yeah, that yep. would be the decry. Or yep. if someone picked a person that was disabled, mm-hmm. and they saw them in the in a wheelchair or on a walker, after or this whole, after you're you're yep. all happy and all uh-huh. everything is clicking, yep. you're 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 vibing. You know, you're clicking on all cylinders. The chemistry's there, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my god, I can't wait to meet you. You sound so great, blah 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 blah. And then you meet them, and the and the differentness in their ability mm-hmm. is showing. That's the only thing that right. it can be. Right. And just imagine how people would be tarred yep. and feathered yep. for turning down a person who you, you all the, of the nine of the 10 boxes, mm-hmm. you check, you don't check this one and you're going to turn them down. Nah, but again, you, but that answers the real question. Though. Right. And you have, even though you have the full right to do so, mm-hmm. right. Be- that you have agency over yourself exactly. to choose your partner, which again, like you say, goes against the whole premise that love is blind. It is blind, which in actuality it isn't. But of course, they tried to control for that, which kind of defeats the whole purpose. Which is why I wouldn't play the game because I'm already sitting back from a global perspective. I'm like, all right, this is already rigged. 
everybody's attractive, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. You know, they've got this, this group here, this group here. I know, I know my experience is not going to be genuine. So therefore I don't want to participate because it's not going to be genuine. And that's why they wouldn't pick you. They're picking people mm-hmm. who are romantics. They're right. picking people who, oh my God, I want to find my husband. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want my fairy tale. I'm mm-hmm. looking. They are looking for, you know, people with aspirations of that or people, like I said, with the romanticized mm-hmm. view of relationships. They are looking for those kind of people because they know that they'll be willing and open to even go into this. Right. And for me, I don't even watch reality TV. Mm-mm. So I definitely would not be <laughs> on reality yeah. TV. Yeah, absolutely. So. So yeah. Well, well, like I said, uh, <laughs> we had like four other things to talk about. Yeah, but, but we spent all the time on Love Is Blind. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, that that was definitely definitely interesting to watch. You know, from you know how the people jailed. You know what what would be the outcome. You mm-hmm. know, um, the overall outcome was I think out of ten couples that actually made it to the proposed stage, only two ended up getting married. With one couple, which was, uh, G- I think her name was um, uh, Gianna, something that, something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, he the, the her partner said no. Oh, he G- Damien. Damien and Gianna. Their relationship was so weird because she is all over the place, right? Uh, she'll be hotly in love with you one second, the whole, the, the very next second pushing him away. So he couldn't, couldn't figure out how he was going to deal with it mm-hmm. until he finally said, look, you need to stop tripping, mm-hmm. get your stuff together mm-hmm. so we can get this together. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay, I'll work on it. They get to the aisle. He's like, nah, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is, so these women are picking out their wedding gowns, their bridesmaids. They're doing the full thing. They did the whole bachelorette party. They did the whole take your mama to the wedding place to show you trying on your dress. They get through all that. You know, people come take time out of their whatever day it is to come. You know, they they do the whole makeup thing. They do the whole walk down the aisle. It wasn't a huge celebration. Uh Maybe a group, uh, maybe a room full of maybe 50, like your people. immediate family yeah, friends, yeah, and get to all the way to the altar. Let the preacher say or the officiant say all of their thing, and then you have to say yes or you have to say no in front of all those people. Oh my, yeah. God. So again, drama. Uh, Gianna and what's the other guy's Damien. name? Damien. Like you said, he told her get your stuff together. She said, "Yeah, I'll, yes, I'll try." Get all the way to the altar. She says yes. He says no. But based on the reunion show. They they still, they still together, even okay. though they're not engaged or whatever. So my original point was out of the 10 couples, two ended up staying together, one staying married, uh-huh. been married for over a year. Uh-huh. One couple is again, they're dating uh-huh. in a, in a relationship, but not engaged or anything. Everybody else fell apart. And there was one particular couple, Kelly and Kenny, right? Kelly and Kenny. Yeah. So, um, they got together, got proposed, but they didn't have sex throughout the whole experiment, right? Mm-hmm. Because according to her, she's super religious, isn't she? No, well, that and she's had problems with sex in the past, to where she couldn't, she oh. didn't enjoy the experiment, so she didn't want to mess that up. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Come to find out, she really wasn't attracted to him, so she was coming up with all these excuses as to why mm-hmm. she couldn't, didn't want to sleep with him, whatever. But the problem is. My problem is 
Kelly ain't that fine to not be attracted to Kenny. So it's crazy to see, well, what about him to you mm. is not attractive enough because you ain't fine. You know, Amber, that's Lauren, why I asked. I was like, is Kelly super li- religious? Cause I was looking at her photo. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly girl. I don't mean to stereotype. Right. You, but I'm just asking. Right. I mean, she's, she she's is, cute, but that's it. And, but, but the fact that Kelly, Kenny is a super nice guy. He was super, uh, uh, um, accepting of the fact that she didn't want to have sex for whatever reason. Cause mm-hmm. again, this is not, they're engaged for two years and I'm going to be celibate until I get married and a whole two years goes by. This is six weeks. This right? is six weeks. So any dude, <laughs> yeah, I can ha- I can hold out for six weeks. I, I got six weeks. <laughs> right, I can do six <laughs> weeks, you know, so that's not a stretch, but at the fact that, you know, he was cool about it. He was a man about it. He wasn't disrespecting. He wasn't demanding or anything like that, you know, kind of goes to his character. The mm-hmm. fact that he's handsome, mm-hmm. you know, she's cute, right? Mm-hmm. Just cute. And he's handsome. He's a handsome guy. That's a perfect match. But the fact that she, for whatever reason, didn't saw him as a best friend, put him in a, she friend zoned him basically mm-hmm. is what happened. But it's like, why you ain't all that hot? How are you friend zoning him? Mm-hmm. Right. Kelly. So fast forward to the reunion. He's in a relationship with somebody else from the show or somebody no, else, somebody else outside of that. And she's quote unquote, Oh, I'm so happy for you mm. that you found somebody. And I don't mm. think that could have happened without this show. I'm like, girl, please get out of here. Girl, if you don't get out of here and her, and her mother he tall and attractive, right. And her mother and her sister was like, yo, you've picked some terrible dudes <laughs> in the past because you were quote unquote attracted to them. What is it about Kenny that just because you don't find yourself physically attracted to him, you know, and, but he has all these other qualities that these other lame dudes that you've dated in the past are the issue. But I guess her and Kenny's relationship further supplants the idea that love ain't blind because Mm-mm. we could be best friends. But if I ain't attracted to you, I, I ain't attracted to you. I right. Just be friends. <laughs> we just be friends. So again, that's her agency to do so. She can do so. But at the same time, it's Kelly like, mama wasn't having it though. Yeah. Right. But get in where you fit in. Right. <laughs> yes. If I'm, if I took a part of this show and I am fully aware of my attractiveness and I meet somebody who is at least on that level, we can make it work. Uh-huh. It ain't going to be some automatically. Yeah. I'm writing you off because you don't, again, like you said, uh-huh. fit my ideal avatar that I had out that you've made head. in your head. Yeah. Again, that goes back to not, not goes back to, but that's, I think in my opinion, a lot of reasons why relationships don't work in general uh-huh. is because people have built up that perfectly, avatar in their head mm-hmm. and that perfectly good avatar in their head that's not real <laughs> not even though it's not real even if it is real would that avatar date you mm. right <laughs> you want a man that's six four whatever 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 but muscular you, but you, you know. five two with a muffin top <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like getting it don't fit you know, you want to do that makes our, you know, to, to put it reversely, you know, you want a woman who stays at home, you know, she's going to be the homemaker and she's attractive or whatever, 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 but you making $30,000, an hour. It's like, it don't fit. Them <laughs> two things don't go together. You have to get in where you fit in. And I think a lot of reasons why relationships don't work is because they put all these expectations, on unrealistic them expectations on that people. they can't even meet. Right. That's the problem. <laughs> 
you can't meet the expectations that you are looking for in a man. Right. And when you get together and it don't work, you're trying to figure out why all these relationships don't work because you don't fit the profile that you're looking for. That's why they say iron sharpens iron. And mm-hmm. what's the other church one? Uh, uh, can be unequally yoked. Yeah, that yeah. thing. <laughs> well, so, I mean, it has some truth to it. But all that to say, this is reality TV. Yeah. It's, it's not scripted any other way. They can pretend that this is an experiment, and you can tell. You can. They can tell. You know, the producers or the show creators can push this idea that all of this is genuine and homegrown and evergreen. Mm-hmm. It's scripted. Uh-huh. You know, it's a reality TV, which is why it's a reality TV. Because everybody loves it, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. talking about it. Like I said, I plow through the whole series in a day and a half. I know people have been bending this because yeah. they were like, I can't stop. Yeah, because you want to see the train wreck, but at the same time, you're like, are they going to make it? Not are they not going to make it? That's the whole kind of the thing that people the 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 suspense that people mm-hmm. built, the, the producers have built up. Right. You know, with all these challenges, with all these this all this new stuff, are they going to make it? Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, and looking at the photos of the people, I think Lauren and Cameron are the best match mm, Yep. when so. it comes to the things. Yep. But yeah, it's at the end of the day, what the show is, is... Uh, it's entertainment. It's, it's entertainment. Um, and like you said earlier, you don't want to be the problem. Right. In anything you do, mm-hmm. you don't want to be the problem. And it's a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. You uh, not only in uh, in this situation, but in some of the other situations that we're going to talk about. But we will table those for next week since yeah. Love is Blind. Kind of took, took it up, all up, ate up half of the it show. Ate up all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's head on over to the hookup. What do we have to be hooked up with this week? Well, you know, everybody's talking about wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands as a, as it relates to this coronavirus thing. Wash your hands, wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody washing their phones. We touch our phones all the time. They touch our face. They touch our hands. We give them to other people. Other people touch them. You put that on your face. You're talking to it. You breathe into it. You put it, it on surfaces. You put Ooh. it on tables. You put it on stuff. You stick it in your pocket. It's touching all this other stuff. Is, so all that to say as, as technology, technologically advanced as we are, I'm surprised nobody has really forced the idea of keeping your phone clean. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's my tech hookup for this week. You know, you concerned about the coronavirus and you want to put a mask on your face and you want to wash your hands 20 seconds every hour or whatever. You need to make sure your phone is clean as well, because who knows where it is. And I just put a link to one of my favorite products in uh, it's on Amazon. It's called whoosh W H O O S H. Uh, exclamation point and it's a screen cleaner and it comes with like a, a solution that you can spray your phones and it comes with multiple um, uh, cloths huh. that you can use to wipe your phone super inexpensive like $15 for a three and a half ounce uh, bottle with two cloths that'll last you you know weeks or even months nice. so <laughs> if you are one of those hypochondriacs in general but super concerned about coronavirus uh, not only should you be washing your hands, but make sure you keep your phone clean as well. Wash your phones because mm-hmm. it touches Everything. your face. And this Corona thing is a respiratory mm-hmm. virus. Mm-hmm. So what is closer to your nose, your mouth, your eyes than your phone? Right. Exactly. So, yep. All right. I think that wraps it up for this week. Definitely check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can always um, hit us up on our social media. 
um, at SnobbleWestCast. Um, that's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all those places. We're there. Um, you can also um, uh, hit us up on email at SnobbleWestCast at gmail.com. And feel free to leave us a comment on our website at SnobbleWestCast.com. Did we get any emails or anything this week? Uh, I don't see anything new. Awesome. All right. I think that's it for the secret. That is it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Peace.